Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley, and we continue along with our conversations with Coach's segment. Once again, we're in the regular season, and we've got on the phone all the way up in northwest Georgia from Tryon, Coach Justin Brown, the head coach of the Tryon Bulldogs. Coach Brown, how are you doing this evening? Art, we're doing good, man. It's good to talk to you. My pleasure, Coach. Thanks for taking some time during the season. I know as we speak, it's Thursday night. you got a big game coming up tomorrow against Armucci. Uh, uh, um, you guys started out 2-0, and so uh, we won't keep you long. Uh, uh, but do want to just to, to get on the phone with you and, and see what's going on up in Tryon. Well, the uh, first thing I want to say is uh, I'm so proud of our JV guys tonight. We uh, we played Kusa tonight, and uh, – we won the game 35 to nothing, but aside from the score, uh, we had some young bulldogs out there tonight. And we were, I mean, little guys against big guys in some cases. And <clears throat> I'm just so proud of our effort and so proud of our guys. And uh, every one of them played hard. And that's, that's, that's something that we, we really preach and we, we strive to do not just in, in the varsity level, but JV and middle school and all the way down. And I'm, uh, Showed a lot of heart tonight, and the guys were, um, you know, they, they 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 took it to the Eagles, and I was very proud of them tonight. Good deal, Coach. So hopefully that, that means the future is bright for you guys up there. Well, we hope so. Uh, when we got into this thing seven years ago, uh, our vision was to get our JV and our middle school and our rec department all in line and doing – the same thing all the way up from six years old all the way up to uh to the high school and um when you can get your rec department working with you and your middle school working with you and and they become an extension of your program uh then you have a full program it's not just a four-year high school mm-hmm. deal it's uh it's everybody every team is the trying bulldogs you don't have uh, different names for this middle school, or you don't have, uh, you know, your six and under team running this offense and your 10 and under running a different offense. Um, and, and that was our, <clears throat> that was our thought. If we could get these guys running the wing tee from six years old all the way up until they got to us, uh, we felt like, uh, that was something that, uh, was worth putting in the effort to do and putting in the work to do. And, uh, to our, our rec department and our rec coaches credit and our middle school coaches and all the way up we're we're uh we're in a good spot right now and, and uh you know we obviously we don't we don't win every game every week but uh i feel like we have a chance every week and that's important coach tell us a little bit about your history uh where'd you get your first start and maybe why'd you get into coaching and maybe who's influenced you the most well <clears throat> when i when I got out of high school, I, I knew I wanted to coach, and I, I thought that I would go the same path as a lot of guys and, and do the PE route. Uh, but I, I had a I had an English teacher, uh, Miss Johnson, in college, and I ended up making an A in uh, English 101. And I'd always liked to always liked to write and read and write poetry and all that stuff. So I thought I would go into English. So I ended up getting an English degree from West Georgia. And 
I knew all the time I wanted to coach and I had some, some of my, uh, high school coaches and, uh, some, some of my, uh, closer friends that were in the business, it would tell me if you are an English coach and a football coach, you can get a job anywhere. Mm-hmm. So when I got that, <laughs> when I got that degree, they, they were, uh, exactly right about that. So, uh, I got a job. My first job was at Temple, uh, there at, uh, in the West Georgia area. And I worked for Sam Spruill and, uh, he taught me the wing tee. And, uh, I worked under Scott Hamilton for three years at Mount Zion. And that, that just really, um, learn, learning from those guys, uh, who had been in it for years and years just really, uh, kind of gave me some background and gave me, uh, some knowledge as far as being able to take that forward. So, uh, I, I worked at Villa Rica for Rob Cleveland. Uh, I've actually worked for Rob at, uh, in two different places, Alexander and Villa Rica. And I was fortunate enough to, to learn under those guys. And then, uh, everywhere I'd been at that point, it, they were wing T schools, either they were putting it in or they had been running it. And, uh, I was able to be able to bring some, some things that I had learned early in my career at, at that point, uh, and be a, uh, at least have a voice on the staff. And then when, uh, I worked for, uh, David Humphreys at, uh, at Tron when I, when I got to come back home and when he, <clears throat> I, I really learned how to work under him as far as watching film, breaking down film, the hours that you really have to put in. And, uh, then when I was fortunate enough to get the job at trying, uh, I knew I wanted to put the wing tee in here and, uh, we've, we just had so much success, um, uh, in the last seven years doing it. And, uh, I'm, I'm as happy as I can be. It's a great place to work. They're good people here. And the kids, when you tell them to show up, they all show up. And you practice hard, you work hard, and then you play hard. Well, Coach, you, you talked about the success. Uh, just for those who don't know, uh, under your under your tutelage, Coach, you you all have made the playoffs five out of the last six years. Uh, you're in year seven this year, so uh, certainly doing some things right uh, over in Tryon. Coach, we know it's early in the season. You're, you're two games in. You're sitting at two and zero right now. But how, have things gone according to your expectations so far? Well, so far from a, a win standpoint, they've, <laughs> they've gone better than planned. We were, uh, we had a lot of question marks at the end of last year. We lost 20 seniors. We lost a, a 3,000 yard passer at quarterback. We lost, uh, a thousand yard rusher at fullback. We lost our, both of our wings were thousand yard guys and, uh, we had two offensive linemen signed at, uh, you know, college scholarships. So we, you know, we come into this season with a whole lot of question marks because we only had, uh, three starters on each side of the ball coming back. So, um, we, we just, we just wanted to try and get these guys to play hard like we've been playing. And, uh, we've been fortunate enough to gain some wins early while getting these guys some experience. And, and I've been telling people, we're not a, we're not a young team as far as grade wise. We've got 16 or 17 seniors this year, but the, the issue has been that they're just not experienced. They've been, they've been sitting behind guys and waiting their turn 
Mm-hmm. And uh, with with us being able to go out and pick up some wins and get these guys game experience, uh, it's not only created confidence in them that they can that they can win football games, but they're also gaining confidence in themselves. They're gaining confidence in the system, and uh, they're starting to gain confidence in each other. And we've seen that build. Uh, from our scrimmage, which we, I mean, we, we looked like a, a team that <laughs> had lost nine starters on each side of the ball. But then, uh, from that point, they've really stepped up and they've really, um, I've seen, uh, guys have really grown up over the last three weeks. And that is, that's been really good to see. Coach, you may have answered my, my, my next question. It's in some ways with your previous, my your previous answer here, but uh, the biggest challenge that you face come in, would it be that inexperience that you, that you talked about with just what, n- not necessarily a young team, but just an inexperienced team in terms of game time? Yeah. The, <clears throat> the, the two big questions for us were depth and experience uh, because we, we, we had so many new faces mm-hmm. and uh, you know, when you have a quarterback that has started since he's a sophomore and he, he was with a senior team then, and then the next year as a junior, he takes over and he becomes almost like a, another offensive coach on the field. And then as a senior, he's, he's dialed into everything. He, he's, he could see everything. So what we had to do, and, and I learned this lesson in the scrimmage, I'd, I'd built my play script and had, and had, uh, really had looked at calling that game from last year's standpoint. And I made a huge mistake doing that because uh, this wasn't last year's team. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I really had to not just, we didn't just have to evaluate kids. I had to evaluate myself and find out, you know, am I giving these kids the best chance that they can have to win? And, and I, you know, we, we talk about it all the time. It's, it's the coach's job to put the kids in the, the best spots to make plays. Mm-hmm. And it's, then it's the kids' jobs to make plays. Well, I didn't feel like I put them in the best spots to make plays that in the scrimmage, and and that was very that was an extremely valuable lesson that that I learned and our our offensive staff learned. So uh, we 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 changed some things offensively, and uh, we we put in a new defense in the spring, and and we've been working on that, and and the defense is really starting to come together. Uh, you just can see them getting comfortable with the scheme, getting comfortable with each other, and and that's really shown up on the scoreboard the last two weeks. Now, offensively, uh, we moved the ball up and down the field last week, but we you know we also squandered five opportunities to put points points on the board, and uh, you know so that that's that was a big focus at practice this week to really uh, hone in on those fundamentals. Uh, backs taking care of the football, quarterbacks recognizing this. Uh, haven't you know? We we secured our protections a little bit uh, more this week, and um, I, I feel I feel a lot better about this team right now than uh, some of the worries we had in the summertime because some of these kids that we were depending on and hoping would step up have stepped up and uh that's we've gotten a lot of assurance as a coaching staff because of that 
Coach, talk, tell us a little bit about some of those players who stepped up, perhaps some of the surprises early in the season. Not, not the guys you knew that were coming back that were going to give you. We'll, we'll let, talk about them in a minute. But who, who were some of the surprises where, you, you know, as a coaching staff, you're like, didn't see that coming and, and glad, glad it came? Well, <clears throat> defensively, we, we had one linebacker coming back, and that was uh, Braden Johnson. And we knew he could play. Uh, he had over 100 tackles last year uh, playing Will. Uh, but he, we had so many guys that we had a couple. And the, the starters that we had coming back were just one-way guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that they would spot play and rest some guys last year on both sides. But they were really just one-way players. So uh, Braden Johnson is – you know, he's he's carried the ball almost 20 times a game at fullback. He's played every snap on defense, linebacker. Uh, Hagen Willingham, uh, we knew he was a player, but he's come out and had uh, two 100-yard games at wing. He plays every snap on defense at corner. Uh, so it, we knew they were players, but we were just hoping they were going to be able to be two-way players mm-hmm. uh, throughout uh, an entire game, and then uh, one of the one of the really nice surprises we got a, a couple of guys on defense have really, you know, they they were JV guys, and and they're they're both juniors this year. Uh, Kodiak Crab and Will Wyatt uh, both start on defense, and uh, every rep that they've gotten, you could just see them getting better and better. Will's leading the team in tackles right now. Kodiak is uh, leading the team in sacks. And, you know, we were just <laughs> in that scrimmage. We 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 probably had more questions come out of the scrimmage than we had answers. Um, but they, to their credit, I mean, this, this team really pulled together instead of falling apart after the scrimmage game against Lafette. Uh, Chris Pace is starting on both sides of the ball. He he was ineligible last year for grades, so he he hadn't been on the football field in a year. And he's you know he's averaging seventy yards a game rushing. He's playing uh, a lot on defense. And then uh, I can't say enough about our both of our lines. Our offensive line is uh, getting better and better each week. And our defensive line, uh, Tucker McCoy, Alex Stewart, who's a his first year starting and uh clay baker who's who was one of our guys uh came back as a starter from last year uh with each rep and with each snap you just see their confidence growing and they're really starting to become a force on that side of the ball coach you may have answered this with those last few players but uh returners that that were big for you i know you graduated uh several players but any uh, any other players who are returners that you you're getting exactly what you needed out of those guys uh jake hayes is um he started offensive tackle for us last year and uh, he's he dealt with a he's had a hip injury and he's just now really getting back to 100 percent and he's He's played well on the offensive line for us, but we, we've had to kind of spot play him some on defense. And uh, he he is he is really anchored that right side of the offensive line for us. Um, uh, Brett Brown, who's uh, 
really came into his own at the end of last year. He, he plays receiver for us. Uh, caught a couple of big touchdown passes toward the end of the year. And, uh, you know, we lost those wingbacks that uh, were the recipients of a lot of the passes last year. Uh, we were really looked at trying to find somebody that could step in and pick up some of those catches and um, hadn't, hadn't been real big on the stat sheet yet, but I, I think he's, I think he's a guy that um, people are looking at from a defensive standpoint and they, they know they have to cover him. Mm-hmm. So if you can keep, even if you're not throwing it with a lot of success, if it, at least if there's a threat that uh, a guy can hurt you, you're going to pay him some attention. And uh, I think our, our quarterback, uh, Lincoln Maddox uh, is a junior, and uh, he took some shots last week in the game uh, against Dade, and uh, he got up every time, and he he come over and he's just you know he he wants to learn he wants to learn the position, and uh, when you've got a guy that's always asking questions, uh, who's going to be in there and is going to take every snap, no matter how hard he gets hit or if play breaks down or if there's a, you know, if there's a mistake in the backfield when he comes back and he's the same guy the next day at practice or the same guy the next week in the game, uh, those are the kind of guys you want to coach because uh, most times as the quarterback goes, that's usually how your team goes. And and you want that guy to have uh, a, a steady frame of mind. You don't want him to get rattled. And uh, I, I just I think Lincoln's had a rough game last week, but he's had a great week of practice. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to him and our whole offense, hopefully, to bounce back and and uh, learn some of those. Some of them were hard lessons, but hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> they're going to be good lessons in the long run. Coach, uh, we talked about your your performers on the field. Are there any any guys in that locker room? Uh, that are high performers either in the classroom or in the community? Well, I already mentioned Jake. Um, Jake's a, he's got a 3.9 and, you know, Jake was in the off season, you you get the recruiters and you get the colleges that stop by. And, and, you know, we had, we had guys that had never stopped by our school this year to come by and see Jake because it's, he's got a 3.9. He's, uh, you know, kid six five. He's three hundred and five pounds and can move pretty good for a big guy. So I mean, we had we had some some coaches that I'd never even met before that stopped by this year just to see him. Uh, he's he's a great kid. Comes from a good family, and uh, you know the the thing about coaching and working at Tryon High School, the the kids are great mm-hmm. and. They they're yes sir no sir they they work the tails off and they it, it's it's just kind of uh, bred in them from from little kids uh, there's there's not too much to do in trying Georgia it's you know you got football on Friday nights in the fall and uh, that's about it that's the only show in town so uh, these kids grow up watching this team play and then uh, when they get their opportunity. Uh, they give you everything they've got. So, uh, I, I, Jake's a great kid. He, he's gonna, 
if he decides he wants to play college football, he's he's going to be a good one for somebody. Good deal, Coach. Let's shift our attention a little bit to this week. Uh, on Friday, you take on the Armucci Indians uh, traveling uh, traveling over. What are some of the things that they bring to the table that will be challenging for your team? Well, we've our Murchie, our Murchie has always been a uh, a close uh, rivalry game for us, uh, but we haven't played them in two years. Uh, so we got them back on the schedule this year, uh, and they they've got a new coach. Uh, looking at them on film, they just it looks like they're they're playing harder than you know I, I've seen I've seen them play in the past. I, I think they're they're putting a good product on the field, and I think they're heading in the right direction. The uh, the thing is, they they they've got a quarterback who's a three year starter, and he is uh, he can spin it. <laughs> pretty well and uh you know they he's got he's got a couple of pieces that he can work with so uh defensively that that's going to be the challenge for us is trying to keep him contained trying to keep people in front of us and and not giving up the big play and uh defensively uh they, they run an odd front and you know they they look like they're they're getting after it and you know, and they've their first two games. They've kind of had a Jekyll and Hyde uh, team. Their, their first game, they you know they beat up on uh, Murray and uh, in the rain. And then uh, last week they struggled a little bit against uh, Harrison County. So um, I know playing us and again and playing at home. I know they're going to be pumped up and they're going to be excited. So uh, I think early on we've really got to try to withstand their excitement and their punch and uh hopefully our guys are going to respond to that and uh play hard and play physical like i I feel like we can and then uh the main thing offensively is that we we've just got to execute better when we get a chance to put points on the board we got to get them coach uh thanks thanks for those talking points on, on the game coming up uh, after this this week, are there any other games that are, in, at least for the community, uh, rivalry games? I know you start region play after this week, but are there any of those games that are big games for the community, or that you that maybe the the folks in Tryon might have circled on the schedule? Well, they the people in Tryon, and I'm I'm one of them. I, I grew up here and graduated from here. Uh, you have Gordon Lee circled every year, and uh, we actually have the longest. Uh, continuous rivalry with Gordon Lee as far as games played. And uh, we've been playing Gordon Lee every year since 1933. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you when you talk about trying and Gordon Lee up in these parts, it's uh, the people in trying and the people in Gordon Lee know exactly when we're playing, uh, who's hurt, who's not hurt, what offense, you know, which guys to look for. They, it's the talk at McDonald's and it's the talk around town uh, when we get to that one. And we've got them uh, the 21st this month. So mm-hmm. we're, we're open sub-region uh, next week with North Cobb and then Gordon Lee's coming to our place. So that that's going to be a, a big one for our town and uh, for our community. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll keep getting better and better each week and we'll be ready for them when they come to town. 
Very good. Coach, let's switch switch gears a little bit. Only got a couple more questions for you. And thanks again to Coach Justin Brown spending some time with us uh, talking about the Tryon Bulldogs. If if you weren't coaching or teaching and you, and you said you, you love to write, uh, what what would you be doing if you weren't uh, coaching football and teaching over in Tryon? Well, the uh, the two things that I would love to do, and uh, hopefully when I retire from coaching, I'm, I'm not going to be too old. Um, I would love to be a hibachi cook at a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, because, that, that is the most unique answer I've received. That, that, pray tell. Hey, <laughs> I mean, think about the joy that those guys bring to that table of 10 people. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm an entertainer anyway by uh, trait. I mean, you can ask my kids. I teach British lit and, at school. And uh, uh, my son, uh, Brett Brown, who's basically struggled all through high school uh, with his grades, uh, our first unit was Beowulf. And uh, he took his test last week and made 102. So, uh, if I can reach him and and teach him uh, old English Anglo-Saxon Beowulf, mm-hmm. uh, then I feel pretty good about that. But um, I don't know, man. I, I I may get fired my first week as a hibachi <laughs> cook because I don't build the the onion volcano just right, and maybe my smoke don't come up just right. But I think uh, at some point I want to give that a shot. Coach, I would love to see it. I've got I've got two sons. I would absolutely. Now they may be a little bit older by the time you get to be a hibachi chef, but uh, they, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, if you were one now, both my boys would absolutely be in love with it, man. That that is unique, and it it is a sight to see. And you're right, you know, kind of no matter what mood you get in, you get to you know you get at that table, and everybody's kind of ooing and on, and and they're yeah, they're very in, engaging. So uh, I've, I've just I got to learn. I got to work on my my hand skills and my and my knife skills though, because I that it kind of freaks me out a little bit. I, I, I I'm going to be a rookie to start with, but I I know all the I know all the lingo, and I know I I can I, I I'm a fried rice junkie. I make it at my house in a walk. I don't. I don't have the flat top, but I'm hoping to. Uh, I'm hoping to graduate to that. There we go, Coach. Hey, Coach. A couple more questions for you. It, and this one, outside of being the 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 best hibachi chef out of Tryon, what would you like your legacy to be when you're finished coaching the high school football? Uh, I I just I'd like for them, and I'd like for the people of this community to. Uh, to look at me not just as a guy who graduated from crime but as a guy that could that could coach some football mm-hmm. and um and hoping that I could add to the legacy and the tradition and win some football games and hopefully grab a championship before I'm done here that would be that would be awesome mm. well coach we certainly do wish you the best of luck in that um uh, man, what what a storybook ending that would be to uh, to, to get to that pinnacle, uh, Coach. One one question I've asked every head coach, and and I'm not making any promises. I'm getting over to to try on. Uh, but if 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 I'm in the area, or if someone's in the area, where's a on a Friday night? Where's the best place to get a pregame meal? Well, uh, I, I would say Jefferson's in uh, Somerville. Okay. Uh, they have uh, double dip wings that are out of this world. 
uh, go in there, catch a game, get some wings, and then uh, then come on up. And then there's a uh, there's actually a place uh, if, you're, if you're not in the wings and uh, you know the kind of fried foods we've got a uh, we got a little Mexican place uh, there at the Triangle, which is in the parking lot right across from the stadium uh, called Tortaco, and they're actually uh, giving people 10% off on game days at home. Uh, if you wear some prime blue or a tee. So art, if you, if you end up coming up here and, uh, get to catch us on a, a home night, uh, come by and see me, I'll give you a blue t-shirt and you can go over and get 10% off for your meal. You got it, coach. Uh, I tell you what, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that. All right. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> and, um, Coach, those are all the questions we have for you. But uh, once again, that's that's just because I'm a big food guy, Coach. Jefferson's down in Somerville, Tortaco, right across the street from the stadium there in Tryon. Yep. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for spending some time with us on uh, on the on the game eve. I, I call it. Uh, you know, you, yep. You're teed up tomorrow, traveling over. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. And then, you, man, from here you're jumping in that tough region schedule. There's no, there's no easy out uh, from from here on out to November for you guys. No, we're we've had uh, we had an open week after our first game, and we're playing every week until uh, late October. So uh, it's going to be business day in and day out for us. Fair enough. Coach Justin Brown, it has been our pleasure. We wish you the best of luck tomorrow night and for the rest of the season. And, uh, man, hopefully we, uh, I can get my, my, my two boys. We can travel uh, over across, uh, across west, northwest Georgia to get to try on and catch you guys on a Friday night. Yep, yep. beautiful up here, man. We'd love to have you. And, Art, I, I appreciate uh, you having me on your show. And, um, man, I, I, I can't thank you enough and what you're doing for high school football in this state and uh, the Tryon Bulldogs. Thank you. Once again, thank you to head coach Justin Brown over in Tryon, Georgia. Tryon Bulldogs play in Region 6, Class 1A. Please remember to visit our sponsor, Yorganize It. Yorganize It helps people create order wherever it is lacking in their lives, from simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers. Yorganize It has a customized solution for you. You can find them on the web at yourorganizeit.com. That's Y-O-U-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E-I-T.com. Yourganize it. Your space, your time, your life. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at TurdFergusonRPT, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. 